0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And it's been a little bit since I've gotten to interview, but today, not one, but I've got two people here with me. I've got Jennifer and Josh, and we are talking tech because tech is an extension, it is part of our lives, it's a natural part of our lives, and it has become an even bigger part of our life in the church. And so we are just talking all things tech, both are passionate about tech and have uh, some uh, workings with it in ways outside of just normal, everyday usage. So welcome, Jennifer and Josh.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, just a, a, a little bit, uh, just a little bit of introduction. Jennifer, you head up a pretty big organization with some other friends. Um, yes, on Facebook we have
2: a neighborhood group that is hundred and seven thousand people strong. Very active members. They help out the commu- community. Uh, we talk about you know fundraising for communities and ongoing things, and just a lot of fun. It's troublesome, too, but it's
0: fun. (laughs) Well, and it's kind of amazing, right? That's um, 107,000 over how many years? Uh, We started in
2: 2000, I want to say 12. With, like, the seven of you. The seven of us, yes. We just thought, you know, the Downriver community needs something where they can all come together. And so if someone needs help, somebody else can come up and say, hey, we can help. So we like to keep businesses around here.
0: Yeah, it's great for promoting businesses and people are like, hey, where's some good sushi? And you have like a hundred replies immediately or where can I find? And there's all kinds of replies. Yes, Google's great, but, you know, firsthand experience is the best. Yes, absolutely. And Josh, you are, you studied tech. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background with tech.
1: Oh, I have a Bachelor of Information Technology and Security. It's otherwise known as BITS. And uh, for me, so far, it's been a lot of voluntary experience through that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've helped out through my college uh, when they needed systems set up. They call it desktop deployment. And uh, from there, I've actually helped out other businesses as well in between the time uh, through voluntary cool. experience, where they say, hey, you know, I need something set up. And, and largely, too, that was through an internship as well when I did help out.
0: Nice. So it's like both of you, different realms of tech, but both of you are utilizing it to help other people. You're you're like bringing together communities or organizations uh, to kind of help. And so that really leads to my first question about what do you find most useful about technology today?
2: Uh, For me, it is how easily you can connect with somebody else. Um, you think even 20 years ago you couldn't see somebody's face while you were talking to them and now people around the world you can just in a second you can see their face and speak with them and to that that just amazes me so just the connection that it makes and it helps with
0: relationships yeah it's amazing to see how that has changed I remember the first time like Skype showed up yes and like It's still, it was so like wonky, like it sometimes worked and sometimes didn't, but just the thought that you could call for free internationally was mind-blowing. Yes. Um, So what about for you, Josh, that you find most helpful about tech?
1: About technology itself, um, I would say, you know, in speaking in terms of like yesteryear and even today, Mm -hmm. um, technology has evolved and it's so interesting to me how we've gone through like uh, a giant IBM computer from like the <laughs> 1970s and 80s to a handheld device today. And okay. I think it's really, you know, without technology, um, it would be really, I'd say in some cases it would be di- uh, difficult for some people to live their daily lives because I think that's how wrapped around it we've become. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, um, I would have to say that you know, it really does help us live throughout our daily lives, and it has almost like a personal connection. Yeah. You know?
0: I remember the first time after having a smartphone, and I was like, "Where is the next gas station?" Yeah. Oh my goodness! And it was it was right there. It showed you exactly where. Or yeah. where can where's the next rest stop? And right there it is on the map. And it, I just remember going, "Oh, like this is way different. It's not well. I can." I can try to figure this out online, and then I can print off the directions and take them with me. It, And we've even seen it get more and more evolved with like apps. And yet, at the same time, we've seen things be really helpful and useful. Uh, Jennifer, you mentioned it a little bit about sometimes some crazy stuff goes on, uh, especially like in your group where you guys are having to monitor it. And so what is the most frustrating about technology? Um,
2: I honestly from my experience is sometimes how um, unreliable it is Mm -hmm. I I mean you can have the best of the best but the power goes out you don't have say a router in your home to have your wireless internet and the kids go crazy because they can't (laughs) watch their YouTube videos or play their video games you know Um, but uh, those are becoming more far and few between the outages but when they do happen like, we just saw one a few days ago with a phone company. Oh, yeah. And it, it brought a lot of people's lives to a standstill. Mm-hmm. So that's...
1: Yeah. What about for you, Josh? Yeah, and for me, I would have to kind of play off Jan's words there as well. I mean, especially, um, you know, when it comes to technology, I'm a, you know, I like to see good security involved with a lot of, you know, things that rely upon technology. Because right. even going... Uh, based off the pipeline that they said was you know, hacked, oh, for right. example. You yeah. Know, um, that was a big problem, and it caused a lot of backups. And, of course, people got frustrated yeah. because of, you know, gas shortages and, you know, big lines. And to me, though, um, having the proper security, uh, especially when it comes to critical systems like that, infrastructure, it relates to infrastructure, yeah. uh, I really think that is a, uh, a key thing to focus on right. and to prevent problems like that from happening in the future.
0: Right and, and it's just a little bit different right it's the more modern take on banks having to build legitimate vaults that had two feet of wall. I mean it's just a different way of thinking about it but same principle because whenever you've got something there's always going to be somebody trying something to go around um, it's just kind of what it is. Uh, so what do you think are the biggest jumps that you've seen in tech like the coolest things you're like man i'm so glad this happened
2: Uh, for me it is like uh, your facetime and your skype because with having Mm -hmm. family out of town yeah i remember you know 14 years ago when i was pregnant with my second daughter i was having to send pictures of my ultrasounds through email Okay. So, you know, this is the little baby, or even with pictures of my first daughter, you know, it wasn't like they could see them grow up. And now we have, I mean, you know, my family's a few states away, and I even have some family overseas, and they can see, you know, your family grow up. You can, you know, even if mm-hmm. you're deployed, you can still see your family now. Right. It's, I mean, I know you're away for a while, but now you can at least, you know, see face to face and uh,
0: bringing yourself together. Well, that makes me think about uh, what my great-aunt was telling me about uh, my great-grandparents who, they were born before the First World War, and they, um, you know, them and their siblings moved away for jobs, uh, especially after the Depression, and how my great-great-grandmother would go years without seeing them, and all they had were letters. And so it was constant letter writing, um, and to imagine if they could have just seen each other and talked to each other in real time, how amazing that would have been. I think of that a lot with my grandmother, who's from Germany, mm-hmm.
2: and she has not she did not see her sisters since she left in 1951, and she never saw face to face again. Yeah, they sent pictures and wrote letters, but it's just you know something as easy as that. Now we look, you know, like my kids or the future generations are like what do you mean you didn't see your family members you didn't you wrote letters and that's right. that's it
0: yeah and letter writing absolutely has its oh, place yes. and it's a wonderful <laughs> practice but there is something about being able to see each other uh in real time and ask questions in real time yes yes um, what about for you josh what excites you about
1: well i would have to say for me personally one of the things that really fascinated me was, for example, the advancement of the cell phone. Mm -hmm. Because uh, some in some regard, this is a little bit before my time, but back in the 80s they had those big brick phones that everybody carried around. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, Nokia got real popular with their cell phones, you know, little handheld ones. Uh, My mom actually had one of those too. And then it (laughs) then became the flip phone and now it's the smartphone and I remember the first smartphone I got um, well the very first cell phone I should say I had was a standard flip phone so it was you know the numbers you had to use each number to text Right. and I, I was never a huge huge fan of that. No, I
0: rarely texted with that, because I was like, (laughs) how? Yeah,
1: Yeah, in in most cases, when I had my flip phone, I would just make, you know, more calls than anything. But with the smartphone now, I mean, you can, you know, you have every app under the sun. Uh, You can take high quality pictures, and now in some cases, 4K uh, for the real advanced ones. Um, And of course, video chatting, all, all that nice stuff that you could never, ever do with an older phone. And um, that's even, like, my mom, for example, when she first got her first smartphone, she said, oh, this is so much easier to do. Oh, yeah. That I think, really, that was the goal of, you know, some providers who basically build these cell phones. And they basically would sit down and say, what can we do to make it easier than it was before?
0: Yeah, I know for um, some in the, the congregation who are older, like, I know people who are in their late 90s who decided to use an iPad because it was. It was just like you, you point, you you touch it, and it pops open to exactly what you want. And so there's something really powerful about that, which actually leads me to my next question about how do you think tech is important to the church?
2: Um, I think it's important to the church. I think it, it brings people together. People might not think it does because the generation gaps that are in churches. Now, um, a lot of churches there's elderly congregation and they just think, you know, oh, there's just teenagers and their stupid phones. But, but like Kara said, we have, you know, we have people in our congregation that uses them. And, um, I think it's good to keep up to date. I think it's easier than say, um, phone calling a hundred people granted that's still needed to, to, to connect. But, you know, just to say, hey, you know, we have a flood in the church or the power's out, we're not having service today, you could press a button and notify everybody rather than have to make 100 calls and then people are showing up wondering why you're not in church.
0: (laughs) Right, right, yeah. Uh, Josh, what about you?
1: Well, I would have to say that when it comes to technology, um, it could be very beneficial to the church itself because uh, especially, for example, over the past year when things have gotten when everything was shut down oh yeah um, you know it's to me when you have technology at your fingertips um, the term you know I don't want to say easier comes to mind but I would say more convenient in that Mm. case for people the term convenient comes to mind I was trying to think of the right word there Um, you know it, it gives people a sense of connection Oh, yeah. Even when they can't be here. Yeah. And uh, it's an alternative way for the church to reach out to Mm -hmm. others. Especially when they say, hey, I might not be able to be in every week, or I might not be able to be in, you know, for a few weeks. Using technology is the church's way of, I think, reaching out, especially to a broader audience, too.
0: Oh, yeah. It also. I feel like it also gives us more avenues in the sense that like pastoral care used to be face-to-face in people's homes well a lot of people don't necessarily want you in their homes anymore or they they're so busy but they need something and so all of a sudden messenger and text messaging so i have people who easily message text message we go back and forth and and i find that as a really nice opportunity that maybe prior, they would have just stayed silent. Whereas now that connection can happen in new ways. And it's easy connection. So Jennifer and Josh are also part of our newly formed tech team at the church, because we are in the process of trying to understand how to utilize technology in ways, as they were talking about, to connect and bring people together. And so we are in the stages of, uh, we've got the app developed, and now we're in the process of customizing and trying it out and seeing what we like about it and seeing what we might want to you know shift about it, change up a little bit. But what kind of excites you about the possibility of an app with the church? Uh, I think mine is the youth. I think, because the Mm -hmm. youth
2: basically run their lives on apps they have an app for school they have an app for homework they have an app to hang out with their friends Um, I think to get it'll be more like hey we have this it's not just you know people think oh boring old church or something no our church has an app and I think the youth will really enjoy that and I think they'll utilize it a lot more than say like you said they're not gonna come out and ask a question if they have a question or a concern but they might be able you know with going into the app and say well, I can just put it right here, and Pastor, Reverend Carol will come and answer me. It'll right. be a lot easier, and I think it will they'll feel more involved in the church.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about starting the new channel. Uh, we're going to call the new channel Why God Squad. Yes. Uh, so uh, look uh, in the next couple of days, uh, look for that introduction to that brand-new channel that we're going to be starting uh, to utilize. Uh, so what about for you, Josh? What are you excited about the
1: app? Well, you know, I'm rather intrigued as to how the uh, older generation will handle this, too. Okay. Because, uh, as an example, uh, my grandparents, um, they were not the type to embrace technology, right? There, there mm-hmm. are certain, that, certain you know, people that might, but there are certain people in that age group that will say, well, that's not for me. Yeah, but it's like um, I I would be very curious to see how uh, the older generation would embrace it. I mean, I, I certainly hope they would because um, to me it's an all-in-one type app yeah. where you can access pretty much anything church-related. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether it be you know giving or you know daily prayers, that kind of stuff. Um, right but I I would be very curious to see how they would handle it. And I'm most excited of the fact that uh, we're starting this, because um, I think it'll be really beneficial to the church itself.
0: Yeah, and it's been in the works a while, like I've been dreaming about it for the last few years. Mm -hmm. And so COVID has allowed us to make that step and to take that risk and I, I'm excited about the app because I see it as an opportunity to give people a dose of hope. Absolutely. Like people who yeah. maybe have some connection to the church, a loose connection, but are just, they're tired of when they open up, say, maybe social media or something like that, and there's like despair and the world is falling apart. And they know that the moment they click on our app, they can have a dose of hope that here's a way of going forward in this world that is so complicated and that's not always easy to navigate and it doesn't always feel great so how do we begin to do that so just as all three of us are excited about different aspects of it i think that's a really cool thing is that it provides so much possibility for us which i think that's what technology is supposed to do right it brought new possibilities it's it's kind of cool to even think about. So what are kind of your hopes seeing uh, h- how tech evolves into the future? How do you kind of hope that it'll go or where it'll go?
2: You know, I always think, you know, when the next best thing, best thing comes along, how can it get better? That's like always been my thought. You know, you, you, thought, you thought that when you went from cassettes to CDs, well, how can this get better? And now we have, you know, music on our phone. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of hard to like, I can't even fathom how it gets better, but I know it will. I mean, mm-hmm. you know it will, right. but um, yeah, it's, I really can't, I'm just trying to live in the now because I don't like to think that because <laughs> I'm like, it can't get better, but I know it will.
1: Right. Right. Uh, for me personally, um, you really have to use your imagination in that aspect mm-hmm. as to what the future will look like. Uh, they tried that with a well-known uh, movie called Back to the Future. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, I'm
0: still waiting for the car. Yep. Still waiting.
1: And I have seen the DeLorean in person, but it's been at car shows. Anyhow, um, you know, I, I yeah, I mean, I would have to say, you know, the imagination thing. It's like, what will the future look like in 20 or 30 years from now Right. Uh, will we have flying cars? Will we be fully electric? We're going electric a right. little bit with these cars now. Um, how much will a car be? Um, you know, so forth. Yeah. But
0: well, and even like uh, if you watch Star Trek, right? How many things of the original Star Trek they ended up developing—the doors that automatically slide when you approach. Yeah. Right? The scanners. Well, okay, well, our phones can pretty much scan, right? It's really kind of cool to think about how sometimes our sci fi has come legit. I'm waiting for the transporter. Yeah. I want an instantaneous transporter. So, if any tech people are listening, I'm really hoping you're working on that. I really enjoyed the, uh, the iWatch because you know, you saw that I, like every movie your
2: James Bond movies, your Inspector Gadgets when you were a kid, and oh, even yeah. on uh, Star Trek. You know, and then when the iWatch came out, I was like, oh, wait a second, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and it can
0: it can read things. Yes. It can. <laughs>
1: yes. And even when it comes to virtual reality now, too, that's becoming oh, yeah. a thing. Um, even the phone I have now is capable for that. Oh, wow. Um, but And even at the auto show, uh, auto shows I've been to, there were a couple displays where they actually use that to say, hey, you can put this on. And imagine yourself driving down a road in the vehicle, like, even though you're standing completely still. You're sitting there. You're not doing anything.
0: Wouldn't that be amazing if you could, if for whatever reason you couldn't get out to go be in person at a church, but you could put on a hologram uh, uh, and be there yes. in virtual reality? Absolutely. That that would be kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think the
2: future, though, with technologies in the health field, healthcare field. I do mm-hmm. think that we're just, you know, they're finding more and more ways to detect diseases oh, yeah. and stuff. So, you, you know, you can't really think how it's going to get better, but, you know, I remember 10 years, they didn't have half the tests test they have
0: now. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's amazing to see how healthcare has advanced uh, since the early, even 2000s, Yes. Um, where some diagnosis at that time was... It was an absolute terminal, just a matter of how long. And now that's not the case. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I have to say too, the old adage, uh, technology changes every day. Mm-hmm. I've heard that for years. I heard that in college. I heard that volunteering, you know, for you know certain areas that I helped out, uh, where I was called, they said, you know, we might need your assistance. I said, okay. And we, you know, with technology changing every day, I mean, we could have something completely new. Tomorrow, you're right. Um, without even knowing it, you can wake up, you know, maybe read a headline that says, "Hey, this just came out." You know, it's uh, it's in you know pre-development and it's out on this expected day. But that's how rapid uh, technology changes.
0: Right. Yeah, and people are always looking for new ways to like utilize it. Yes. Like it seems like. Everybody during COVID decided they wanted to start a podcast. (laughs) And so it was, it's just interesting. I mean, and it's cool. Like, it's like, there's so much, there's so many wonderful things out there. And there's so much to talk about that there's plenty of room. There's an abundance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is kind of interesting to see how people kind of get onto certain things. Uh,
2: Yes. I wonder how, like, the pandemic and everything would have been different if there was no at least the technology we have today, where the kids could be at home and and still attend school. You know, what would have happened then? Or, um, like, we had our church services, you know, online. You know, there would have been no church. There would have been no Mm -hmm. school, you know? And so that really opened your eyes when you think about that.
0: Well, yeah, and that we could have Zoom coffee hour.
2: Yes. um, We held meetings, you know? Oh, yeah. We got, you know, stuff still had to be done. Worldwide stuff still had to be done, and it was able to be done because of technology.
1: Well, and going back to your uh, ghost of hope, yeah, I really think, in all seriousness, that that really helped some people get through what was a very tough situation. Right. Because if if we didn't have this available, um, you know, a lot of people being, you know, in their houses and all that, I, I think that would have been a very Uh, difficult situation for some people
0: oh yeah well and you saw where even like um different famous people uh, thought okay we're all stuck at home and we're all not feeling great like we're all like if the world is coming to an end what do we do and so you had like DJ Nice start club quarantine, where he's, like, doing club quarantine <laughs> online. And so you can get some dose and feel like you're at the club. And and people came together in that way. And then uh, Leslie Jordan, love the actor Leslie Jordan, <laughs> and uh, the Instagram he started. And, I mean, his Instagram, he went from, like, very few followers to millions. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it's this great thing of all of a sudden it was like, okay, how can we use this for good? Because we're
1: all, like... Indeed, just mm-hmm. to your point, Jeff,
0: yes. yes. we were all in need.
1: Well, and even uh, they said, that I think John Krasinski from the Office, he had a, a thing on YouTube. It was called like Some Good News. Oh, I nice! And, and it was broadcast. I, I saw mm-hmm. this on the news one time, and they said he was focusing on all the positive things yeah. that were going on throughout last year. You know, and he said, you know what, I want, I want to keep this positive, and you know, these are the, the things that are are going on just to brighten up the day a little right. bit.
0: Right, that really brought, tried to keep things in balance. Yes, the pandemic was terrible. A lot of people have suffered. A lot of people have died not taking anything away from that. It's been a very difficult time. But there was also this sense that we can't give up. And so we need a dose of that hope. We, we need those things to keep us in balance and say it's not all bad. Like there are things, there are good things still happening. We just may have to look for them. So... Any last thoughts about technology? I feel like we're probably gonna have more conversations around technology, especially as we're working and developing and, and bringing uh, this app, this dose of hope to everyone. Any hopes for the I, next year? I just think it's a cool time to
2: be, like kids be to be growing up, and even myself as a 30-something to live. I mean, to see how far we've come in such a short period of time, it's just amazing. With the technology. And um, I know it's only going to get better. We're going to look back when we're 90 and be like, I remember when. I mean, I already
0: say I remember when we didn't have cell phones. And my kids think I'm,
2: like, ancient. (laughs) Right. And you're like, no,
0: no. The smartphone was only out in 2007. It has not been that
2: long. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and and I remember I had to petition and put a whole slideshow together for my dad why I wanted the Internet. But oh, wow. that's how old I am <laughs> there was no internet when I was younger right. so just like the, from high school for me to now is just I just think it's a cool time for kids to be alive
1: yeah yeah, definitely. well and for me personally I, I w- hope it continues to evolve because mm-hmm. um, you know for example when it comes to the internet like we you know in the 90s or so forth we had dial up internet speeds. And, you know, it was slower and you had to wait for it to load. And now we have stuff like high-speed internet. Uh, We have uh, GPS, you know, in cars now. Um, right? You know, and not that I'm saying we'll probably have flying cars by 2030 or 2035, (laughs) but you never know based off the technology.
0: You never know. Um, I I saw the news yesterday. They test flew a car uh, in Slovakia, like so, somewhere over in Europe, and it took once they landed, it took about two minutes to transform into a roadworthy car. But it was like, oh, this may actually finally happen.
1: Well, and you know, I mentioned Back to the Future. I think they said one of the things that did come true. I think from one of the films, uh, they said they visited the year twenty fifteen. I think they said uh, hoverboards are actually around now. <laughs> so they got that's one of the things they at least got right. but yeah but yeah, for me though, I, I do hope it continues to evolve I'm, and I'm very curious to see what will change within the next few uh, few decades. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, any piece of wisdom uh, for people with using technology or participating in that online world, you need to check out every day you need to
2: so even if it's 15 minutes you need to just take that time and check out of all technology spend time with your family you know don't we have a rule at our house that there's no phones at the table there's okay. no electronics at the table if the phone rings yes you can go up and get it but you're not going to be at home eating dinner scrolling that's yeah. just not going to happen um so you need to make sure you make time for your family and and yourself more than anything you need to make time for yourself to decompress your brain from The how fast the world moves and you know it, it with technology and on the internet.
0: Yeah, good piece of wisdom
1: For me personally, I would definitely say uh, Do feel free to embrace technology, mm-hmm. but uh, keep in mind that there are cons to certain uh, You know waves of technology as well. We mentioned uh, power outages and what that can do um, you know if anything's hacked but uh, yeah I would definitely say embrace it but just be mindful of how you embrace it
0: right don't go into
1: it blindly Right. (laughs) right exactly
0: right well thank you guys for joining me today thanks for having me
1: thank you very much yeah
0: all right and to all those listening I hope you enjoyed this tech conversation and that you get some time to enjoy it and unplug. Have a good one.